0: Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you. All right, buddy, this is part one of part two of betting extravaganza. Thanks to our friends over at Bet Online. Hit us with the beats.
1: You better believe it. Who's going to win the title? Not surprising where Brooklyn Nets rank, but there are some teams on this list that are interesting, and you and I break it all down. Oh, we're going to
0: cover it all part one of a two-part podcast this is a really fun one getting into all the odds that betonline.ag has up there we're going to get into it now but first theme music
1: you are locked on nets your daily brooklyn nets podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: All right, welcome back to the Locked On Nets podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, the Brooklyn Nets, every single day through the offseason. I'm Doug Norrie, owner, operator, dfsr.com. You can also give me a follow at, at Doug Norrie on Twitter. And over there is Adam Armbrecht. You can give him a follow at, at, at Adam Armbrecht on Twitter as well. He's also the host of the One Giant Podcast where he's gearing up for the NFL season with his boy Andy Mack for the New York Football Giants. Buddy, how are we doing? It's the offseason, but we've got some betting stuff to talk about today.
1: Yeah, listen, man, drips and drabs, work our way through the offseason. The good news is we got MVP odds, win totals. There's there's still some things here to suss out, and if it's maybe uh, standard operating procedures from a Brooklyn Nets perspective, I, I, I we debated this last year, and I think that <laughs> it renews again now as we think about how the Nets are going to approach this season once again with all the championship aspirations they have.
0: Yeah, so our uh, our good friends over at Bet Online, BetOnline.ag, have released. Um, they've released championship odds, uh, I think, last week, and then they released MVP odds, I think, at the end of last week, and then they just did play, uh, team win totals as well. So they got a bunch of different stuff up over on Bet Online. Coach of the Year, they got up there. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, really, kind of all the. <laughs> it's some interesting ones too like NBA uh, most improved players up there and then rookie of the year so they got all the player the the player props and stuff up there like I said they got the win totals as well and the championship odds So we're going to roll through some of these today talk about the nets where they land with each of these uh fast forward to the end here they're at the top <laughs> <laughs> of everywhere, um, but uh, we'll talk no, about Doug, people
1: were wondering. That's a mystery. You could have really teased that for a while.
0: <laughs> nah, this, don't don't need to bury the lead here. Um, the uh, the Nets are uh, the the not the faraway favorites. There's one, one other team in there, but we'll t- we'll talk about where the Nets land here, uh, where things might shift over the course of the rest of the off season, and then uh, some other odds and and stuff that stand out to us from the rest of the NBA. Because I think there's some interesting ones as we uh, start to look at the overall general landscape uh, of how things are shaping up for the twenty. 22 season uh and then that's i uh, will just start off right here and that's uh championship odds to win right now plus 300 that is the those are the best odds uh in the league it's a very close second with the lakers at plus 325 and then you have a drop off to the bucks at plus 900 and then there's i'm not going to read all through the teams because i am actually going to throw out a couple ones later that stood out to me but that's where we stand as one it's like one Nets, 1a lakers and then I would say like a clear, you know, three or two or whatever, how you want to rank it, were the Bucks. And then there's a kind of a drop off after that. Does that strike you as going into this season sort of where you expected the Nets to kind of land here?
1: Yeah. And I think go back to when the offseason was starting up and, you know, wondering what kind of moves the Nets going to make. The draft, the free agency market, maybe trades, all these things that the Nets fans were speculating on. Remember, so the L.A. Lakers went out and reconfigured themselves, just to keep themselves close in the, in the odds to win the championship even the Milwaukee Bucks who won the championship this past year went out acquired Grayson Allen right resigned Bobby Portis what you know they tried to do some things to improve their roster coming into this year because as i think our our agreed premise was the Brooklyn Nets if healthy the big if but they were the best team last year injuries derailed them they didn't have to do a single thing this offseason. They were going to be the best team coming into this season. And I think that's why you saw the moves around the league, because everyone understands you're still chasing Brooklyn as they're constituted right now in their prime. Still, this is the team you need to figure out a way to prepare to beat. And that's why you saw teams doing what they did. And that's, you know, and I'm not surprised that that still find themselves atop.
0: Yeah, right. So the, the, it's it's not really a secret. This is still the best team in the league. Everyone kind of understood that even last year. There was no caveats on the Bucks win, uh, the championship win at all. It was a legit championship, hundred uh, percent. Taking nothing away from them. There was also a general agreement that if the Nets had been even, you know, ten to fifteen percent healthier, uh, that series they probably win that series from the Bucs, I think most people sort of understand that. I think even the Bucks probably understand that, right? Like you can't not understand right. it. The Nets were down to Kevin Durant, sort of like the shell of James Harden, no Kyrie Irving, and like Jeff Green was hurt couldn't even barely barely play the last game. They were playing crazy minutes for some of these guys. It was just it was a skeleton crew near the end and they still took it to overtime <laughs> in game 7, right? So it was like <laughs> right. it was a, uh, um it, so this is a situation where the excuse me, the overtime in game six. Um, There's a situation where like, I think most people understand that even a little bit, of, just have Harden healthy. You Forget Kyrie. Or just have Kyrie and not Harden, right? <laughs> Any one of these combinations that if you try to if it out, that the Nets were going to walk away from this. The health is always going to be the big if. That's going to be the big if around most teams. So I kind of, when that's the case, I that all just to me goes out in the wash anyway. Like health, yeah. We're just coming off a season where health affected just about every single team. The two teams that were stayed the most healthy that were good at the end were the Suns and the Bucks, and they went to the championship. <laughs> like that was kind of the that was kind of the whole story. So I think the ifs around the ifs around health, there you can just say you can go through basically every team and give sort of the same or at least championship caliber team and give sort of the same little, you know, what ifs around that. So I think at that point, once you're doing that, Everyone, at least on that standpoint, goes in on the same sort of the same footing as the Nets.
1: Well, yeah, and the time and the timing of the injuries is, is what I think perceptually, right? Is on a year to year basis. So it's because the Nets, well, they the injuries happen right at the end of the year and going into the playoffs, and it derails them. So then you start to look at the other teams or the champion, the championship team, eventual in Milwaukee. And 100% agreement, they won the championship. There's not there's nothing diminishing that. But if the injuries happened earlier in the year and the nets got healthy right if the lakers didn't suffer the injuries when they did if the bucks had not had some good fortune around their best key players staying healthy like that's always a factor and i i i think that sometimes it's easy and i even go back to the bubble season and everyone talking about that and oh is that legitimate or not legitimate how do you look at all the all the sporting events that occurred in that time frame and again If you want to get in the weeds on it, I can go into every single championship year and every single sport and give you a reason why that team lucked out, why that team got a good break, or something that went well for them or that went poorly for other teams around them. So I tend to I tend to dismiss it. I'll, <laughs> I'll throw in the extra one. I say that the Nets even get to a Game 7 against Milwaukee if just Jeff Green is even 100% healthy. Like, right. I think they at least get to 7 there, and that's how, how fractional that difference is for Brooklyn from making it through that series and we talk about maybe someone else like James Harden getting back to full strength and what that could have looked like and why you see Milwaukee... I, apples to apples, why you see them, though, third in betting odds, still a significant drop down there because things broke well for them last year to be able to win that. And I think internally they understood. Now, how do we get better? How do we continue? And at the very least keep ourselves as close to Brooklyn in the East and keep these other teams in the Eastern Conference farther away from us because right now you'd still put them above most other teams in the east and and that's a good thing for for milwaukee it means hey eastern conference finals is is our checkmark going to this upcoming season
0: yeah i mean if you you do need to roll all the way down the list in the east to the the sixers who are two four six eight the ninth uh overall at a plus 1800 so in the top Ten teams in terms of overall championship odds. There's the Nets first. It is the East. The Nets first, Bucks second, uh, Sixers third. Uh, Sixers were overall their ninth, and so there's only three Eastern teams, and even in the top ten. Now, part of that is because. There's there's two reasons for that. One is um, the East is just not as good, right? Two, I think the Nets um, are such clear favorites in the East that it does lower the odds uh, for everyone else because it Mm. makes it it just makes it that much harder to for them to to not come out right. Like like they need every one of those teams needs to roll through the Nets according to the odds, right? So um, that's where you end up landing. That's where you end up having the Nets um, one far and away, and two, it's just like. And how much of a fight is the East going to put up this year? Uh, according to odds early on, the the sentiment is not that much. Now look, things change. Who knows? <laughs> right. Like like Ben Sim, you know Ben Simmons gets traded. Who knows? There's like things that can still happen here. Um, this is why it's preseason odds, and then every little piece of news and whatever changes things over time. Uh, but right now, it's like okay, yeah, the East is a little weaker, and unfortunately, the rest of the East has to. Uh, <laughs> has to go through the nets, and I'll tell you right now, these those other Eastern teams have to be sweating it out. They're not going to have to worry about it as much as if it's showing through the uniform, though. If they're using Sweat Block, doctor created, doctor recommended. Works up for up to seven days per use. Look, if you've been like me, you've been through this, It's a, you're worried about you know what shirt you're going to wear. Is it going to show through the sweat? You're getting up in front of talking to people. You're going to work. You're wondering how that sweat's going to look on the outside. Dry shirt guarantee from Sweat Block, but it doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. I've used this stuff. Believe me, folks, this stuff works. Take it from someone who's gone through this has worried about it does not worry about it anymore you wear what you want to wear I know it sounds too good to be true, but I'm telling you, once or twice a week with sweatblock, you're staying dry the whole time. You get it today right now, 20% off at sweatblock.com. You gotta use the promo code locked on, just like our podcast network, or you head over to Amazon CVS. They have sweatblock there as well. So sweatblock.com 20% off promo code let on or excuse me, locked on. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you got to check out sweatblock.
1: And of course it is that time of year again friends as all eyes will turn to the NFL as teams are prepared to get back out there and fight for that championship opportunity and as always bet online we're just talking about top of the show it's number one spot for all the pro and college action, by the way, coming up this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, which is open right now at Bet Online. You can head over to the website or use that little mobile device in your pocket. We call them cell phones. To sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, Make a bet on a Thursday, September 9th, Season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to twenty five dollars for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL one hundred. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers available on the twenty twenty one season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so before promo we get to some of these MVP lockdown. odds
0: and some of the other play- Player stuff, um, and then some of the win totals. I uh, will probably do win totals next, and we'll do some of the other player, the player MVP stuff. We might even just go into tomorrow with some of that. because There's a lot of interesting stuff to kind of look at here. It's a good kind of bird's eye view of the nfl you got nfl in my brain buddy I uh, read that bet online thing giants nfl coming down the pike i almost said nfl season nba <laughs> season i wanted to just look at a couple of these championship odds for ones that kind of stood out to me uh and i think you have one or two that stood out to you maybe they were the same we, we said we would pick these out we didn't say which ones we were going to go uh if you don't mind i'm going to start with one i want to get your opinion here the the one there's one that really stood out to me that I was like this is so public-y that I Please, cannot sir. even believe this is this high, uh, but it's the Golden State Warriors are so the fourth or the fourth overall championship odds right now at plus twelve hundred, and I was like why <laughs> like I just like <laughs> like because like, of clay because Thompson <laughs> who's coming off I an like that. ACL and an Achilles and I was like, like why what other. World, or is this team that just went thirty nine and thirty three needed Steph to play every single minute basically last year at like at peak Steph the entire time still basically didn't make the playoffs right <laughs> like what they did they made the playing game and they didn't make the playoffs like and now they're the fourth overall championship is there something I, is, it, is something I'm missing here like I just don't other than that it's Steph Curry and he's really popular and he's great so don't get me wrong it's like I, I understand that he's great but like what world is this the fourth overall championship team? Did I miss another? Like, they, and then they took Kaminga, who's kind of a project like Wiseman was a total bust. Like, I, like, I don't know. Like, I, don't know like, I mean, is there something like, I'm actually honestly asking, honestly, is there something I'm missing here with the Warriors? Because like, I'm just floored that they could be this high in the championship talk.
1: Well, obviously Doug, you missed a couple, little bit of tidbits and I'm going to go ahead and give you the headline here because this is, this will change your perspective. You'll understand why they are as high as they are. Chris Chioza is now a member of the Golden State Warriors. So that's really what's going to change these type of odds. Um, Facetious, my friends. I I know. I I honestly, I think, I think it's the name brand. I I think it probably is the Steph Curry recognition. You maybe want to say you go back and look at this past season and they, they grossly overachieved for what the expectations were coming into the year. And if you want to say, okay, Clay Thompson's going to be a hundred percent. Like, is that the premise that you're giving me? Even if you do that though, I think to your point of, of being a little bit confused by this, like, even if you do that, it's still Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Draymond Green is not the same player that he once was. Doesn't mean that he can't be a contributor, doesn't have a role, but he's not the Draymond Green that was helping win championships of a handful of years ago. And the rest of this roster, like even going back to this past season, was a lot of, hey, what do we think this is going to look like? How, how are they going to move some of these pieces? You mentioned Weissman, right? Like. They don't I don't look at their roster as being complete or as being complementary to what they want to do. The only thing that I can think is that they, they you know, they're looking back at last year and saying, "Wow, we undervalued them coming into the year. They proved a lot of people wrong, so now we're setting their their floor much higher." But but even if you're setting it higher, like they have the same chances to win the championship as the Phoenix Suns. I'm hard-pressed to I'm hard-pressed to say that Golden State is currently constituted is a is equal to the Phoenix Suns. Like, I, I think the Phoenix Suns proved a lot this past year, making to the finals, even in a losing effort, that they are clearly and the entire regular season, by the way, they clearly showed that they are among the upper echelon teams in the Western Conference. Now, I'm I'm pretty surprised <laughs> and by the, the team that won the most games last year in the Utah Jazz are uh, plus 1600, a couple behind even the Golden State Warriors. So No, it's a little perplexing to me. I I think that the NBA is driven by stars and Steph Curry is still a star. And maybe that's the thing that moves the needle. He is still one of the best players in the league. And if you if you have one of those, then automatically you have to be pushed higher up, I suppose, in these odds.
0: Yeah, I was just like floored by that because I, was, I maybe I'm salty about it because I bet I was really really bearish on the Warriors going into last year with their win total and everything. I thought they were going to stink. I, like I, I thought so. Okay, I'm going to take the L on that one. I had them set, like ranked like third to last in the West or something like that. By the way, that wasn't looking too bad at one point during the season, and then Steph just went absolutely off, played every single game, and, and that's what got them. I then I lost my win total bet by literally one win, but um. So maybe I'm feeling moderately salty about that. <laughs> about what happened there, or maybe I'm just cued into them more because I was really... I hate rooting for teams to be bad, and that's why making underbets kind of sucks sometimes because you're just rooting for, you know, rooting for bad outcomes, and especially for a guy that's super likable and stuff, and even Draymond I find to be fun to watch and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, I just was, I just didn't, and I was, and I really I actually went back back through their off season moves to make sure I was like that. I don't think they signed anybody. <laughs> it's just like a Clay Thompson move. It was like I was like Bijalisa pushing them over here. Like that was their big off season move. Like I, maybe they get Iggy I, uh, at some point. I like, want to throw know, something at.
1: Yeah, I want to throw something at you here, but in in regards to Golden State, like I'm just I was actually just like running through their last season, like looking at their season. And I'm just it, it, listen, they accomplished what they accomplished, but I'm uh, things are jumping out to me, like You beat Houston a lot. You beat Cleveland a lot. Like I'm looking at these wins, you know, where were you winning games last year? You beat Sacramento. Like there is a world where when I look through and check out where your losses came from, a lot of them were against some of the better teams. Like a lot of them were against the best teams. You lost, you're losing to Phoenix. You're losing to the LA's of the world. You're, you know, so there is also this world where if you do the thing, like every single season, based on what type of team you are, you look at the schedule and you say, Hey, here's all the toughest matchups. We're going to have to really play out of our minds to beat some of the better teams in the league. Now, here are 35 games. Hey, if we can go 25 and 10 in those 35 games, we got a real chance to have an impressive season. All of a sudden you go 32 and three in those 35 games and you get these good wins against bad teams that can reshape the perspective on your season too. So I think. You know, there's a little bit of that just look at the record from last year and think that this team deserves to be higher up than maybe it does when again, just just as a as I glance over it, I'm seeing a lot of losses against a lot of good teams and then and a hand, and a handful of wins against some of the lower level squads, including a lot of ones in the Eastern Conference. the the other thing but the, the thing in the Western Conference I wanted to ask you though, too, is do you think that are the LA Lakers in I guess in the same respect that the Nets are? Head and shoulders above the other competition in, in the Eastern Conference. Should the Lakers be as high above? I know the Warriors are the next up there, but then Suns are there, 1,200. You have basically a very tight grouping of Jazz, Lakers, and Nuggets that are right there, too. Did the Lakers do enough this offseason that you think they deserve to be as elevated up as they are? Or is this is this a bit of the, this is LeBron James. They have, they have a D2, they added Russell Westbrook, but that and that's automatically... We thought they were going to be in the finals last year. They had injuries as well, so we automatically put them right back at the top of the heap.
0: I will give you that answer um, in one second. First, I got you. T- <laughs> I okay. have a lot of thoughts on this one. I knew I was going <laughs> to. We got to <laughs> hit a sponsor here real quick. I know we're going to. I'm going to end up going long, uh, <laughs> going long on this one. So uh, I want to give that answer first. Going to talk to you about our friends over at Rock Auto. Save time. Save money. Over at Rock Auto. You don't want to go to the local joints anymore. Forget the mechanics. You know you're going to get totally raked over the coals with that. There's a lot of parts for your car inside and out. Rock Auto has you covered. I know I'm headed over to Rock Auto. I had my kid do a little artwork on the side of the old uh, Toyota Tundra the other day with a piece of glass when she was having a little mood. So I'm going to have to head over to Rock Auto to see if I can get something to buff that out, maybe a paint that matches it up. Going to be heading over, make and model. It's all there for you on Rock Auto. Uh, right now, all you have to do is to get brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or like I said, a little exterior paint, maybe even some new carpet. You go to rockauto.com. You're going to see all the parts available for your car or truck. And all you have to do is write in locked on. And how did you hear about us, Boxville? So know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So you were saying about the Lakers. I, yes, I think that that team is head and shoulders above it and it actually doesn't I would have said this before after the Russ move. That actually is kind of inconsequential to me um in terms of their championship odds. It's that mm-hmm. in the West right now, the way I see it, and I'm not surprised that bookmakers see this the same way like bet online is they just have, especially with Kawhi, like such a question mark in terms of where he's going to be in terms of injury, whether he comes back, if it's full health, like he's got the ACL thing, we'll see what ends up happening to him. He's clearly not going to start the season with them. Uh, he may just, and he signed the extension, where it actually makes me think he's going to sit out the whole season, weirdly, because um, this extension, instead of signing the one and one, um, hmm. him signing that extension, I think was kind of like, hey... You can't sign a one-on-one if you're not going to play one of those seasons. <laughs> like the, like the, Clippers, the Clippers, are like, no. It's a one-on-one no, like,
1: one one minus one. So you exactly, well, like,
0: they're like, look, like we get that you're the superstar, and we want to, you know, give you everything you need, but you can't. We're not going to do like a one-on-one contract where one of those seasons is a total wash. Like you just have to give us the Warriors. That actually made me think he might not play the whole season. Anyway, um, the Lakers, when it if we if we we're willing to say to ourselves, like I said before, with the with the Nets. That everyone has to start off presuming full health, and we'll see where we get to. You know, <laughs> in that standpoint, we've already seen that that LeBron AD combination with kind of anybody else is so good that yeah. um, that it does really probably rival the Nets, and like, they're, they're, they can be so good on defense if they can just add a little bit of shooting. I actually think the rust thing will be able to save them a lot of miles on LeBron during the season, even if he's not maybe part of. What's going to be a championship caliber five man starting rotation when it comes to the actual playoffs? The value that he's going to provide is we've seen like Russ can just kind of carry mediocre teams to regular season wins because he just can play like that. He's work. He plays so hard it's all the time. Like I'm not saying he's just a regular season player. I'm saying when he is on your team, like you're just going to win some of these games because he's. Just he just plays so hard, and I think that he's going to save, hopefully, going to save a lot of miles on LeBron uh, for next season, leaving him fresher. And and I and like I said, we already saw in that bubble uh, against the Heat that that team is so when those guys are playing, man, they're so good, <laughs> so good. And uh, I don't think you can really say that. Like the emphasis around, you know, they're so good. You can say that around the Nets when they're really rolling. And then I think you can say it around the Lakers It's a different kind of good. It's a little, it's more defensively sound. It's very difficult to match up with because you have these two really dynamic players. Um, they, made, they made a ton of moves. They did kind of overhaul a lot of these, uh, the role players this year in, I think, mostly an okay way for them. Uh, and so... Yeah, I think so. This is my long way to say I, that makes total sense to me. Um, yeah, so I don't think you not- can put them ab- you can't put them above the Nets, I don't think. But I don't think there's a reason that's like one in one a and I think a huge drop off when you consider health. I think that the Lakers. Yeah, they definitely deserve. They definitely deserve like that kind of respect, I think.
1: Yeah, no, no. I think I think it's fair, and it's just it's that it's that idea of looking at the, both these conferences and the way that they're clumped. When we talk about these these odds. It is a lot of Western Conference teams, and then Eastern Conference wise, you get the Atlanta Hawks, Celtics, and Bulls and Knicks of the world, all kind of lumped together. I I, I will say, given the the curiosity around what's going to happen with Simmons and the 76ers— I would, well I'll put it this way. 76ers are plus 1800. The Heat are plus 2200.
0: Yeah, that's, Heats that's the better thing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I thought the same yeah. exact thing. That was the next that was, was my next question to you was about the Heat. I was like, I wonder if the Heat or the Heat are plus 2200, they're fourth overall in the East. They're the 11th team overall. Um, I was wondering if they would use this kind of thing as like bulletin board material because like I that I thought that seemed a little low to me in terms of champion. I don't think they, they're not Uh, You know they're way worse than the Nets and all these the Lakers and these teams, but in terms of just being built pretty properly, I think I was actually surprised that they were this low. And I think I'm with you because like what have the 76ers shown you that they can get out of like a deep playoff series? At least the Heat did it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the, exactly. that yeah, yeah. like, I can, only, I can only go by your recent track record. Like, the Miami Heat in a year when we didn't expect a lot of them made it all the way to the finals, whatever you want to say about the bubble. The 76ers track record is like, hey, you know what we're great at? Is, like, not reaching expectations and coming up short. Yeah, and right. then you throw in this caveat of, like, also, we have this dude that we need to move who was who was one of our, our big three. He no longer is one of those, and we, and we don't have a way to fill that right now either. So, like, I just... It feels like the seventy-sixers are being propped up by Embiid. I mean, obviously, it's the Embiid energy that that's doing it for you. But I look at the Miami Heat. You went and added Kyle Lowry. Like th- th- this is a team that's built to frustrate and 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 irritate all of the Eastern Conference teams that want to make it to the finals. I just, yeah, I, I look at that and I'm 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 just surprised that at the very least, I would think that they would be on even footing based on the idea of Do you have anybody as good as as Embiid on the on the Heat? No. But does the Seventy Sixers have the collection of talent that Miami does? I would say easily, it's a no. Yeah, right.
0: Like you could say the, the Sixers have the best player, and then you, there's a world where you could say the the Heat have the next three best players, right? Like something yep. like that. Like I, like I, depending on where you want to rank Simmons, and he's a really hard player to rank at this point uh, in terms of overall competency when it comes to the playoffs and this is why again as a Nets fan you're not really so scared of some of these teams they are so flawed like some of these teams are so flawed I, there's the Sixers are really flawed I think the Bucks aren't I think the Bucks still have, definitely have flaws um it, they were able to maintain and kind of get away with it because they unleashed Giannis um and they were able to win the championship obviously I still think they're far from a perfect team um and then like the Heat are not a superstar driven team but they're pretty deep and you know you know they're going to get max effort in the playoffs and probably not make that many mistakes either in the playoffs yep. i would say with a guy like Lowry as well a clear need that they had did they overpay him probably but it was something that they definitely needed for that team so you yeah, know i was that was my that was like the last one on my list was the heat wonder, wondering why Yeah, I just and look when you get down to these plus twenty two hundred, plus eighteen hundred. What they're really saying is these teams don't really have much of a chance. (laughs) Like this is the other thing that's it's yes they're ranked. This is why it's good to not really. And I know I know I was the one that said it. It's not really good to look at it from a ranking point of view. It's really better to look at it from a percentage point of view because the two top teams are so outsized in terms of percentage to win that these teams like the seventh through twelfth team. It's kind of they're they're not exactly saying it but they're kind of saying really not much of a chance so we're just kind of grouping them <laughs> right. together because the chances are still pretty damn low um but it's still fun to talk about because i do like i even with that in mind even with that in mind around the warriors and even with that in mind around the and the heat and the and the sixers and stuff it still seems like the order that they landed in doesn't seem to be totally correct to me um just at least at least at least as as like the the bird's eye view glance at it right we haven't like we'll we'll get down and dirty on this as we get closer to the season but just the old yeah when you're yeah, look you have your priors around this and do some bayesian priors and figure out try to like what you've seen in the past (laughs) i think that kind of does matter and it seems to me that some of this stuff just uh yeah it seems like they screwed up the order a little bit
1: well and listen and, and by the like I said by the percentages you're going to see Brooklyn against the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals and that makes sense to you when you talk about the Western Conference you say you're going to see the Lakers and then you're like the Warriors oh, okay maybe they, but the Suns okay the Clipper the Jet the Nugget, like that's what I think is is intriguing like I'm intrigued in the Western Conference more about who else is going to is going to cement themselves as the true upper echelon is Phoenix going to reaffirm it by getting back to the Western conference finals and challenging a healthy Lakers team in the Eastern conference to touch back. It's almost like the heat. Well, that becomes more intriguing because what team is going to get caught by them? The Atlanta Hawks, they kind of come out of nowhere. These last playoffs shooting fire in the, you know, shooting fire, beating up on some other bad teams. And yet if you run into the heat now, like I feel like, we talked about this last year. It's like the more things change, sometimes the more they stay the same. Like the biggest names are still the biggest names. And Trey Young is phenomenal and he's established himself now. And also like the Jimmy Butler's of the world and the Kyle Lowry's like these dudes still have it. Like it's not it's not over yet and they have they have Bam Adebayo too. So it's it's not all veteran but Sometimes I think you wanna you wanna get past some of these veteran laden teams because you get excited about the next wave, and you've usually been pretty good with players and then teams in general. When I get you know a little excited, hey, look at this young upstart team, you go, yeah, but wait until it really matters most, and that's where I think you're gonna see in both conferences really. It's like, hey, yeah, you the battle of attrition. You want to get there, go through a Jimmy Butler when he's locked and loaded, like go through a Kyle Lowry who was cast aside from the Toronto Raptors, like it. It makes for exciting matchups and I think it'll make for an interesting start to the season too because all of these percentages are going to shift a little bit as we start to see how, how these teams really look on the court and how some of these new players look in their new teams.
0: All right, we're going to get to some more of this stuff tomorrow on that uh, tomorrow's episode as well. Uh, we just you know we, we talked the bet online's got all this great stuff up there. We only touched we only even touched on <laughs> championship <bots. laughs> odds. Went way longer on the championship odds than I thought we were going to, but uh, that's great. We're going to talk more about this other stuff tomorrow. You want a little one on bet online right now. Warriors don't make the playoffs plus 400. That's, that's got me enticed. I'm, I'm I'm over i I've, I've gone way far the other way on the Warriors now. Now I'm now I'm there's too much too much hate coming for me uh, in terms of the Warriors just because I saw this <laughs> other number. All all right, we'll be back again tomorrow talking more um, about some of the stuff. In the meantime, uh, you can rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. Like and subscribe as we roll through the offseason. We we'll have you covered from now. Obviously, the opening tip of the, of the NBA season uh, coming at you multiple times a week. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcasts.
1: We're talking odds, friends. But sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Han Solo,
0: one of the all-time great interstellar poets. We'll be back again tomorrow talking more Brooklyn Nets basketball.